everybody. Welcome to We'd Rather Be Reading. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Leah. How are you today? I'm good. I still have a baby in me, so that's... Outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> I mean, she's still not technically due to be born, no? but it's still what? outrageous. <laughs> you look like you're about to, to pop, so... I know. Yeah. I, I was reading all of these, like... Um, chat room conversations in my app for my pregnancy app mm -hmm. and they were saying oh what's with all the moms who need who like want to have the baby to come early just be patient the baby's going to come out when it wants to come out and a lot of this like support of like enjoy the last moments of being one together and then one of the moms commented and said if one more person <laughs> tells me to be patient and be and like that I'm not enjoying this baby being in me, I'm going to blow my head off. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I mean, you've had plenty of months of enjoying so, this baby. This is, you know, it's like, yes, we have nine days left, but we, uh, this baby has been in me for like 300 days. <laughs> That's a lot of days. It's a lot yeah. of days. It's time for the dad to do his part and hold that baby for a little yeah. bit. I mean, you've carried her a lot. I know. But COVID regulations, this dad's only getting to come in to watch me push it out. And then he's got to go. Yeah. But, you know, once you're home, home. Okay. Then okay, you okay. just pass, him off, pass the baby off and be like, here, do your part. Yes. Now yeah, you race you know, it. Bye. Nine months. <laughs> then you can give it back. Equality. <laughs> Equality. Yeah. Oh, I like oh, it. Great. Good plan. If dad could breastfeed. Um, <laughs> I, there's this hilarious post on Instagram. My, my little sister just had a baby a month ago. And... Uh, she, her whole family got COVID, mm -hmm. and the, of, of course, when a man gets COVID, it's, oh, it's a like different a story. Cold, right? It's a man cold, right? A man COVID. Yeah, man COVID now. <laughs> and the post on Instagram was this woman, and she just had like a bitch face on, and she was carrying a baby. And the text on the bottom said, <laughs> "When your husband with his useless nipples tells you he's tired." Yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still remember when, I mean, it's many years since my eldest was that a teeny go tiny away, baby, though. but he did like the horrible cluster feedings, which mm. was like the bane of my existence. Mm. And then he would just nurse for like hours and hours. And he always chose to do this at like one in the morning until five in the morning. And you're like, this is not the time where yes. anyone wants to be up and do this thing. Can you put him... Put the baby on JF and see if it will try I, to. I mean, I tried, but I would literally just sit with this baby and cry, and Jay would be there going like, "You have to do this." Like you can't. I mean, I'm doing it. It's too emotional. Yeah, so emotional. So emotional. Yeah. Well, to keep my mind off of things, I have been reading and listening to books. Good. And uh, I finished two recently for our podcast. In fact. <gasps> I had a student parent teachers conference with for my son today yeah. and one of his teacher kept saying that my son looked like he would rather be anything else or rather do anything else during lesson and every time he would say he looks like he would rather be and I'm like reading reading, <laughs> reading. <laughs> reading. it's not what he would rather be doing but it was no. what I would rather be doing but it's good that you're reading yes so many good books so many debut books. What is this? Debut novels. We've fallen into we have fallen. accidental it's, theme. It's definitely accidental and surprising yeah. also. And uh, we have read only debut novels this year. Yeah. How weird is that? It's like a virgin year. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
this is an immaculate conception baby (laughs) i'm birthing jesus it's the virgin books you know like uh, the first one yes it was a bad we'll go on a virgin theme this year let's do it (laughs) and in fact in one of our books we need all of our authors to be virgins virgins. to write oh no write sexies the way they (laughs) think that's sexy. <gasps> yes, I need to read this. <laughs> this would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. So much. We need to have more virgins writing sex scenes. <gasps> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That is so good. We'll do this. Okay, good. We just need to find some virgins. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Without going too young. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be a, a challenge. We'll 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 get back to you on how how our search is going. <laughs> Yes, our new search for virgins. Please don't put this out as a PSA or tell anybody else that we are doing this. Virgin authors (laughs) want it. But smutty romance novels. Oh, Oh, God. Yes. All right, no. This week we read uh, a debut novel. Hmm? I don't think by a virgin, but who knows? (laughs) <laughs> no, never I mean, never. the status was not in her bio, so mm-hmm. we can't be sure. The book was The Demon, The Hero, and The City of Seven by A.E. Kincaid, and it was released fairly recently, actually, in on December 14th last year nice. by Third and Dragon. And we read this book, both of us read it. Yeah. I don't think there's even an audiobook for Probably this. Not, I haven't yeah. found one. Um, and E.A. Kincaid is the creative director at a branding studio in Iowa. If cool. you didn't know that. And by night, she writes humorous fantasy novels. Mm. And uh, it's true. It's funny. Yeah. From page one. I don't think she's a virgin because it does say she has a kid. So, oh. mm, no. Maybe Unless it was immaculate conception. Yeah. But I don't think so. She also has a cat. Um, did not birth a cat, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. If she's, if she's giving birth to babies and kittens, that's quite something. Uh, and this is her first published novel, novel. So another debut. And we read some absolutely amazing debut novels so far this year. This one was maybe not quite in the same uh, caliber as uh, Eleanor Oliphant and as um, um, The Firekeeper's Daughter. But none- nevertheless, it was a funny, humorous fantasy novel. So this book follows... Uh, we're in the country of Withershins, I believe, and we follow the hero, Reginald, and the demon, Malgon, who have accidentally been magic together when they broke a stone with connection magic. Yeah. And it turns out that in Withershins, back in the days, the hero-demon pairing used to be quite common, um, so common that there was a lot of demons running around. So then they did this bureaucracy thing where you had to do an application Mm. to become a hero and if you forgot to check a box then you would get automatically paired with the demon but most people double check their work before sending in their application so no demon has been sent to earth for 500 years Mm -hmm. Uh, until reginald forgets to check his box and gets stuck with mal yeah yeah um, and Again, I should say something about the very beginning of this book. Yeah. Do you know I read probably 13%, like a good mm-hmm. chunk of the book, thinking Mal was a girl? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Mal's not a girl. And no, nope. nope. they are both men. 
And yeah. uh, I was I was expecting love, like that they were gonna fall in love. But I still expect that they're gonna yeah, fall okay, in love. Okay. I think they're gonna fall in love. Uh, not in this book, but yeah. I think in following books. Hmm. Um, and basically, they broke this stone with connection magic that then uh, jumped over and connected them together. So now they cannot even be like more than a few feet away from each other they until they get magically back. smashed back together. That's, <laughs> That's a really um, clever plot. And this is cramping Mel's style a little bit. Like, he's trying to go off and have an awesome threesome, and yeah. then Reginald, drunk, decides to walk in the opposite direction, and this Smash turns uh, hilarious with the, the whole threesome actually being smashed into <laughs> to Reginald. I wasn't sure about how that worked, but that, that was what happened in this and on stage. They were and all connected somehow in that somehow. way. Somehow. Mm. Um, and they now need to find someone who can unconnect them and also fix the stone, because the unfortunate side effect of the stone breaking is that the barrier between the underworld and with the shins like the top world uh, has been thinning and a portal keeps flickering in and out and through said portal comes Mal's quite a lot more awesome older brother uh, and he starts um, looking for Mal because he wants the stone to not be fixed he wants the 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 barrier between the underworld and and with the shins to be like erased kind of thing so hmm. demons can have their pick um, so Mal and uh, Reg are on this mission and uh, Mal is, uh, I mean, he's a demon, so he likes to do mischief and he keeps uh, getting them into these unfortunate situations where they're never going to be welcome back to pretty much any place they've gone because Mal keeps messing things up. Not really out of maliciousness, just kind of out of incompetence and and stuff. And, and Reginald is very meek and... and Trusting? I don't know. He's how would you describe Reg? Like he's like a weak man. He's a weak man. <laughs> he's like a he's a ginger weak man. A ginger weak man. Yeah, a ginger weak man. Let's call him that. <laughs> uh, and they end up in uh, in accidentally being captured by little elves, <gasps> where they have to lie their way to get out of there. And then they can get uh, help by this dwarf and have to escape this snake, this big snake-like creature in, the, in somewhat of the underworld, but not the same underworld that Mal is from. And then they get captured by a giant and put in a cage. Yeah. And they have to smash their way out of the cage with their smashing magic. Yeah. And then they end up in the city of Seven where the wizards are. And they have a school there, like Harry Potter style mm. uh, school kind of thing, um, where the two nerdiest of all the students get to take care of them. Yes. Yes. And uh, they get told that the, the uh, headmaster will not fix their enchantment because it uses change magic. And change magic is too unstable and can create too much chaos, basically. But there's another professor there who disagrees with this assessment and wants to do change magic on them. And then they kind of betray each other, both Mal and Reginald betray each other a little bit towards the end. And they end up almost doing the change magic. But it turns out the professor is working with Mal's brother. God, I'm terrible at describing this book. Yeah. This is not working out. Huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> I am sorry. I should have written down better notes. I stopped after the barrier thinning. Okay. But anyways, they failed to, to fix this connection magic and they're still t- stuck together at the end of this book. Yeah. But they become friends now. Yeah. They are getting closer yeah. and we are seeing more of a connection. And I think we're going to watch this grow in the following books. Right. And I think there's going to be love here too. And I think with Mal, because he's been, um, he's a demon, yes, but he's not like a, a good demon. He doesn't have his horns and his tail yet because he hasn't done like all of these evil deeds yet. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to find that Mal is actually going to turn. Like this connection magic is going to turn him good. Mm. Maybe yeah. turn Reginald a little bit evil too. Because he needs a little bit of a spice. Spice. Yeah. I like it. I think so. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much what happened. It wasn't a very long book. It wasn't long. And also throughout it, I was thinking, this feels like a second book. Like where you're on a journey. Yeah. And not, I mean, like some action, of course, happens. But I feel like that the the writer might have already had these uh, characters in her head for a while. Mm-hmm. So when she wrote them down, she wrote them so familiar Without giving us that much of a background to get to know them, like, deeper? Yeah, I think I hear what you're saying. And I think that that's a very interesting point. And I think what this book could have maybe benefited from would have been, like, a a first section of how Reginald decided to go on this hero quest in the first place. Yeah. Because heroes of the olden days were like fantastical heroes with swords and whatnot. But heroes these days are like glorified errand boys is what they keep saying. Yeah. So why would he choose to become a hero in the first place? And mm. Oftentimes and- these books have like 0.5s that come out afterwards. Yeah. So that would be cool to read a little tiny novella about the before. Yeah. And then we could have also seen like what happened to the stone when they broke it. Yeah. Because it's it's unclear where they got the stone from in the first it's place. Already and the magic and how that connects them. And how it connected them and where the magic comes from. Yeah. But I mean maybe this will be all explained later on because True. I mean we did get snippets of the before throughout the book. Yeah. As they're telling their story and as they're meeting other people. And we know also that there's three stones in total because the giant talks about three stones, but no one else seems to know about the other stones. No. And we don't know who made the stones. No, there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Uh, which is why there's going to be more <clears throat> books. Two oh, more. for sure. Yeah. I think so. I think two more books. And I mean, it was unlike most of the stories that we do read because it was very funny. Like, it, it was, was very funny. humorous the yeah. way it was written. And it was meant to be funny, not just, wow, this writing is so bad that I'm going to laugh at it funny. Right. <laughs> But, but actually, Did you feel, though, that you were, not that this is a bad thing at all, because I think that it made me connect to the story more, but I felt like it was a female talking. Like, Mal? maybe not Reginald, but the humor behind it made me feel like one of my friends was talking to me. Maybe. I didn't really pick up on that. In you felt like, like masculine whole way through? No, but I feel like Mal was very... Uh, maybe fluid in a way like yeah. he was uh, even with the threesome like he picked yeah. out his handsome boy and this yeah. good looking girl and he got together and you know he seems to be very not on the straight path yeah kind of thing. 
Um, so maybe that was it. And I mean, he cared a lot about what he wore. It was funny with his. But I uh, liked the humor. It wasn't like harsh humor, you know. No, no, it was, it was like funny, very witty, very clever. Um, we forgot to talk about the cover too. This is the cover, it's yeah. Uh, and he's got the. I'm guessing that's the city of seven, seven there at the top. Like it's yeah, got yeah, a city yeah. on top of a of a mountain kind of thing, and then we have our our Reginald and. Malgum, which have much longer legs than I would have uh, <laughs> thought that they would have. There seems to be a lot of letters floating around too. Were there letters in this book? I can't remember. Mm. There was one letter with them, um, but it was the one in the crystal that he got from his brother and saying like, oh, good work on whatever. Um, Maybe it means something else. But I mean, I did pick this up based on the cover. I, I, I found this book. Uh, it was recommended somewhere and, and I thought it sounded interesting to have a funny book. Like yeah. we haven't read anything funny in a while. We read serious stuff. Yeah. Very serious stuff. Yeah. And even more serious Whoa. stuff. But <laughs> super serious. Cry stuff. Cry stuff. <laughs> so we needed some, some humor and, and this was definitely humorous. So, but would you have picked it up? I think that from looking at this title, I would assume that it was a little bit of like these... Um, Coraline book mm-hmm. and sure like I love like dead stuff like it looks yeah. a little spooky deadies to me yeah. and fantasy of, of course yeah and but this was proper fantasy proper proper no uh, ambiguity yeah. here no genre <laughs> discussion no. no deep genre discussion and for me today no trigger warnings for this book no no I didn't have any Trigger warnings no. whatsoever, no? 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 Could be read by anyone. There's Yay. a little bit of a graphic uh, description there with the threesome that maybe some children would want to stay away from. <laughs> so like an some age virgin. <laughs> this is not a virginal book. <laughs> but, uh, but apart from that, I think this could be read by anyone. And um, this is the kind of book that I would maybe recommend to... Um, I would probably recommend this to my son. I think he might like this. Like, it's funny, and he likes funny books. Oh, yeah, cool. So that's the kind of book that I would recommend to him, because anything that's not funny. Like, I tried to get him to read Six of Crows for, like, forever, and he was like, nah, it's boring. Oh. But this, so he would he would probably appreciate, because it's like they're smashing together, and yeah. it's funny, and there's uh, people are being hilarious, and there's yeah. funny names and whatnot. No, no, I would recommend it to him. I like um, it. Would you recommend it? Yeah. I don't know, like, to the regular uh, style of readers that I, you know, read these, like, romance fantasies, more or less. uh, It's definitely not in that genre. No. Somewhere in the in-between. Yeah. But I feel like this skews a little bit younger. Yeah. Um, But I can't really say why. I just kind of feel like it skews a little younger. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a YA full-on either. So no. maybe it's just, but I would recommend it. It is a funny, like it is really funny. Yeah. In a fantasy, which is not always the combination that you expect. So good job. Yeah. Good job. And good work on uh, fantasy novels, debut novels. I, mean, I so, know. Yeah. Right. And keep writing because I do want to know what happens. In this. Yeah, me like, too. I, am, I, I would definitely I would read the book, book two and three and, and 0.5 when you decide to write about what happens before. Because now I need it. <laughs> this is a personal request. We have, now, we have now decided that we need to know what happened before. So please write us that book. Thank you. Um, and for next week, we are reading Serpent and Dove uh, by Shelby Maharan. Yes. So... This is a big one, so you better get reading quickly. 
Get on it. Get on it. See you later. See you later. Bye. We'd Rather Be Reading is an original podcast by Jerrica Siron and Leah Sanfer. The music for The Penguins, written and performed by David Allred from the album The Transition, courtesy of Erased Tapes. Please check him out on Spotify and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at We'd Rather Be Reading and on Twitter at We'd Rather Read. You can also email us at We'd Rather Be Reading the Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.